0: Greetings! (laughs) You having a laugh? (laughs) I think he's
1: having a laugh! Hey everyone, how's it going? Um, I'm very excited about today's uh, episode. Um, It's been something I've wanted to do for a long time, actually get my powers involved. So Dan from Real Life Ghost Stories has kindly offered to be a guest on the podcast. Um, We are gonna talk all things London Underground. Dan and I are both from around the London area, different parts, but we're both from it, so we know it well um this is going to be done over the phone but i've worked out a way of getting the sound clearer so yeah i'm really excited about this one and um i hope you enjoy it too hello and welcome to the history emporium and powers podcast now today i'm actually joined by a guest um dan from real life ghost stories
0: how hello you dan. do <laughs> how you do <did? laughs> is that your catchphrase now? yeah I've, I've, it's just become it like i it's naturally what i said like for the first couple of episodes of our podcast and now it's kind of stuck so i feel like i feel obliged to do it wherever i go in shops like
1: where did it where did it come from originally
0: no idea it's one of those mad things that my brain comes up with um just in your heads. yep yeah.
1: <laughs> i wonder how many people around the country say that now
0: uh, yeah I, I, because of you <laughs> I, I say there's a few people that do um uh, it doesn't go do, down too well in meetings at work but um <laughs> i don't know i quite like that i'd quite like that in a team <laughs> meeting like how
1: do you do? <laughs> I think yeah if you haven't listened to dan's uh podcast uh with uh his partner emma you should uh real life ghost stories i've been listening i don't know when did you start i can't even remember
0: do you know since what i can't beginning. remember as well because my my role in in things is to rock up and talk and I, <laughs> and I i have a brain like a sieve so wrong person to be asking <laughs> a couple years i think we, we must be coming up to two years i'd say
1: yeah no i've been listening to since like the beginning and actually that was the first podcast i ever subscribed to
0: so, oh we're honest. this
2: is
1: this is i feel like a bit of a fangirl right now, <laughs> <laughs> like, talking to you but we are here not to talk about ghosts, unfortunately.
0: No, but I, at you having said you're a fangirl, I am actually super excited to be on this podcast and that is not any BS at all. That is just a genuine feeling because I've thoroughly enjoyed everything you put out and I love history. So ooh, I'm you're excited. You're in the
1: right place. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: in the right place. I'm going to try and get all my facts right. Okay. I will do my best.
0: <laughs> I have got my yeah. fact jacket open just in case.
1: <laughs> please don't <laughs> yeah if i get anything wrong please do not comment please do not write please do not review <laughs> like, just don't do it um so i thought we would start with a bit of an icebreaker so okay i'll ask you a few questions okay um i've not even told you our theme have i london underground we're going to talk Ooh.
0: about
1: what is the first thing that you think of when i mentioned the london underground
0: um, so, without getting too nostalgic, I'm going to get nostalgic. Um, for me, the London Underground is being a f- 14 year old and spending Saturday, spending my pocket money on a travel card, and spending the day in on on the train, um, going up to Central London, mooching, going wherever I want in London, um, mainly looking at record shops and stuff like that, um, and just just having living the high life on very little money (laughs)
1: how much was a ticket back then could you remember
0: i when i first started going on my own it was about 550 i think for a travel card and it but it's pretty soon jumped up to 750 but i can't believe how much it costs now
1: (laughs) i was gonna say i make you sound like a victorian (laughs)
0: yeah
1: back in in your day like how much did it cost Frupney bit or whatever it was
0: you say that but i showed my niece a a dial. you know like a an old school phone with a dial Mm -hmm. on it And she just had no idea what that was. And that made me feel really old.
1: (laughs) Shocking. Shocking world that we live in. Yeah, my niece tries to turn the TV over sometimes by swiping it. Wow.
0: Wow, what a generation we're raising, eh? (laughs) What
1: a generation. I always think, like, obviously being a bit of a history buff, and we we sort of, like, go back and look at records and, and all that. If anything happened to our computers, like, these days, there'd be, like, a gap you yep. have like no information because nothing's written down in like pen anymore
0: that's why i'm still really grateful that although there are a lot of users the kindle didn't really catch on because <laughs> i feel yeah, like I'm it's like... it means that we you know we're still producing books
1: <laughs> yes yeah, although my mum my just bought one the other day and she loves it. But um, yeah, we're not all my mum. So, <laughs> like, so nostalgia, London Underground brings you nostalgia. Yeah,
0: I think it's your freedom, a bit of freedom as well. So just being able to get away and explore. Because I, I am, I think at heart, I'm a... a I was going to say, Nathan, uh, I was going to say Lara Croft, but I, not, that doesn't quite work. I'm, I'm more of a sort you of... wear
1: hot pants? Yeah,
0: yeah. And I always carry two guns to London. I, I can't understand exactly. why people keep arresting me. I, I, I was
1: going to say, I wouldn't go around advertising that, <laughs> <laughs> especially in the, these times. Yeah, true. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, I just think I'm a bit of an adventurer at heart, really. So maybe a bit of a Indiana Jones or a Nathan Drake for the modern audience, that kind of, uh, you know, getting out there and, and looking at things. But actually, I'm a massive wuss, so, you know, The London Underground is probably the extent for me.
1: (laughs) Do you have, um, like, are you a stander or a sitter in the tube? Or is it a variation?
0: Do you know what? It does depend on what mood I'm in. Um, I... My health isn't as good as it was when I was younger because because of my heart condition and stuff, so I find myself needing to sit down a bit more often recently, which is a bit frustrating. But I actually, there's something about the rhythm of the underground and how you have to brace your body to counteract that gravity and that rhythm that is actually quite soothing. Um, yeah,
1: although sometimes it's really loud.
0: Yeah, like yeah really that's true.
1: Screeching, <laughs> especially if the windows are open.
0: And I have in my in my early 20s when I was in London with my dad and his friends, I was able to fall asleep standing up on an underground train, which I I found quite impressive.
1: That is very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, my um, my mum's friend back in the seventies got his he had like a massive mohawk and he got it caught in the doors. No way. So it was yeah, it was going along. But you know sometimes they open on the left hand side and sometimes they open on yeah. the right hand side. It didn't open on his side for like three or four stops. Oh, so he was no like stuck in there. And it's <laughs> like Mohawk was red and by like uh, by the by the time he got released he had like this black sort of outline at the top.
0: Nice. So it's like almost like uh, sort of like uh, gothic tips or something like that. That's, yeah, maybe exactly. it was a style choice. <laughs> Ahead
1: of his time. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. I mean, I wasn't there. It was in the seventies, way before I was born. But um, yeah. It's, so this is the story that's told.
0: I'm going to flip it on its head, and I'm going to ask you the same question. What the? Do what does the London Underground make you think of, or something like that? That's not the words you use, but. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. No, it was. It was the question was uh, what is the first thing you think? Yeah, there you about go. When I mentioned the London Underground, um, do you know what I mean? I I like yourself. I mean, you were brought up in London, weren't you? I was yeah. brought up just outside. So for me, going into London as a as a child, like we we live in Hertfordshire, Bedfordshire border, so it's full of like farms and fields and stuff. And all of a sudden, you're in this like metropolis of. <laughs> uh, chaos but organized chaos like even the 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 design of the um the tube map and stuff like that it just it's just really exciting and it took me to a lot of places um obviously because it's a yeah. <laughs> it took me to all the places it did its job well um yeah I I mean I guess nostalgia being there as a kid and stuff um I mean I still I like prior to COVID-19 I still spend pretty much every weekend in London so it's kind of like home from home and that that opens that opens it out for you yeah so well, that was a bit of a rubbish answer wasn't it no it's good
0: I, I get it. and okay. I get it as well like I you know I, I spent a lot of time growing up in London but we moved out to Essex when I got older and yeah I get it I do get it although London will always be my favorite city because I'm biased <laughs>
1: Yeah yeah I mean I I mean I've been to to all oh, lots of cities across the world and stuff um and you hear about New York and 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 how big and vast that is but it just doesn't have the style that London underground has no. now all the, the 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 tube stations are that set out completely differently aren't they so you've got yeah. the you've got the jubilee line that is um very futuristic very modern yeah um and then you've got like stations that have still got the original victorian tiles on oh them. those
0: tiles are beautiful i'm, I'm hoping oh, they're yeah. going to come off at some point in this episode because i will i will riff on them for a little bit but yeah absolutely uh, we,
1: can, we can talk tiles <laughs> i was in the um the london transport museum the other day nice. I say the other day it was literally before we went into lockdown everyone was telling me not to go to london but i can't not be there <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, yeah, and they sell sort of like all the the, the different tiles and the different designs. Do they really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Expensive. Yeah, I bet they and are. You but... can get
1: socks with them on as oh, well. Nice. Like with the um the patterns that used to be on the seats and stuff over the years. Oh, really? You know them. They're, they're really horrible. Yep. Like brown, beige. <laughs> but there's something that I really like about them. It's almost like they're so unfashionable. Yeah. They're fashionable. Amazing. That's kind of my thought on the London Underground. I do have a tendency to go on tangents, so just pull me back anytime.
0: Oh, I um, that made that was that was a nice tangent. I'm all up for wow. tangents. That that yeah. Hang on, what what am I talking about? I'm the king of the tangent. You've listened to real this life ghost true. stories. You know what happens. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, men, uh, like a man, thing. It could well we be. Can't, can't stay on stay on topic. <laughs>
1: right. So uh, my next question. Mm-hmm. Now I had to Google this because I didn't. I wasn't 100% sure. So if you don't know, I'm not judging you. Okay. How many tube lines are there?
0: I'd say there must be... Oh, I feel like 18 is too low, um, but I'm going to go with it.
1: 18. It's not quite as many as that, actually. Oh, is it not? Okay, that's all right. No, oh, it's
0: 11. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a, lot, it's a lot less than I was thinking. Yeah. So let me have a Sorry. go. <laughs> I was going to say, can you name
1: them? That was my next... Uh, that's my next question. So we've got the Bakerloo line. Yeah.
0: Cameron and City.
1: Yeah.
0: Circle line. District line. Yeah. Central line. Northern line.
1: The Northern line. Wasn't that a song?
0: Yes. Line by Mel C. Potentially. Victoria line. Have I, have I said that? I don't know if I have already. Uh, do
1: you know what? I'm trying to sneakily look at it. <laughs> um,
0: there's so the it... Holborn. No, it's not the Holborn line, is it? The dark blue line is the something line. That's a dark blue there's line.
1: Not a lot of blues. They've not really varied their colours. So there's three kind of blue colours.
0: Yeah. So there's the the Victoria line is a light blue. There's uh, yeah. There's the the other dark blue line is the one that I can't think of piccadilly line piccadilly line holborn is on that line it is the piccadilly line you're right yeah. um and then there would be the purplish no it's not purplish i'm making it up there
1: is a purple line
0: yes Isn't that's the one? metropolitan line the purple line yeah. is the metropolitan line i think there is but
1: there's another purple line.
0: there's another purple line
1: yeah it's not open yet
0: oh okay that i don't know <laughs> okay um, so
1: cross rail okay yep so it's the Elizabeth line. Oh, the Elizabeth line, of course it is, yeah. And, um And that's another shade of purple. Okay.
0: Jubilee line, obviously. I don't think I said that one, but you did earlier. um I don't know how many I've got now, to be honest, Ollie. So I'm going to stop because I'm just going to be what? saying things.
1: Counting. I will go through them, though. So we've got <laughs> the Bakerloo line, yeah. which is brown. And I find it funny that it's called Bakerloo, like loo. Yeah,
0: brown. Interesting. That's a good way of remembering it, though, if you're trying to learn yeah. the colours.
1: It's it's I mean it's from Baker Street and Waterloo. It's not very interesting. Is it the French?:: ex- like, Yeah, that's how it's named. Yeah, like Baker Baker Street and Waterloo. Mm. Yeah, I think Central Line obviously goes through the middle. Circle Line. Circle. Yep. District Line. Yep. Um, Hammersmith and City. That's the light purple. Jubilee Metropolitan.
0: Northern See now, Northern the map City. you're looking at is technically wrong. Because the Hammersmith and the City line is pink and that I know for sure because I use it loads. Do you
1: know what? It might be my highest it, site. I'm
0: not no, <laughs> we're, no, we won't say that. We'll blame it on the map you're looking at. We'll blame it on the map.
1: We'll
0: blame yeah. it on the map. We'll do that. <laughs> um, um, the DLR. Um, oh, the DLR. It, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know whether I, it is an is underground there? line. It is because it goes underground. So yeah, it is. It does, only briefly though, doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, uh, the one that I use, so I use the line, I I I, I pre-lockdown um, worked quite a bit out of Woolwich, um, so I use the, the line that goes into Woolwich Arsenal. And it's actually under at the end of that line is underground for quite a bit, so I'm going to give it, Right. I'm going to give it yeah, status. It was, can
1: you remember the bank Woolwich back in
0: the day? Yes, that was Halifax, I believe, wasn't it? No.
1: I don't know it's now Barclays.
0: Ah okay. Okay. Yeah, I um...
1: remember my mum being furious
2: like
0: she
1: was like <laughs> I, I banked with the Woolwich since I was Yeah, cuz it was 10 years
0: old. The whole catchphrase yeah. was with, with are you with the Woolwich? We're with the Woolwich, isn't it? That was the yeah. that was the marketing. I do Yeah, see I I'm I was I'm of this weird generation where I'm I'm I sort of remember the tail end of the other one. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're not that much older than me, are you? I don't know, are
0: you? Uh, I, am 30, 30, I am 30. I am going to be 36 this year, so I'd say I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, not much.
1: Though. Okay, okay. Three years. Okay. Not much enough. I still
0: remember the mainline trains out of Victoria having slam doors. Um, uh,
1: is that where you had to like, hold, yeah. like The like go out the window? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mate. I mean that wasn't sure. because I'm old. That's because um, they took ages to replace them. Because <laughs> really they were still they were still in use in my first year at Union. That was like 2003. So <laughs> that's not that long ago. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. It's
1: not at all. Do you have a favourite tube line? That like, may sound really weird, but I'll, I'll go on to what mine is, and then you can.
0: I've got. I've got. What yours is. I've got one. I was going to say I've got two, but the, the second one is not really, no, I have got two. I like the central line because that was the line I used the most as a kid because that would take me to um, to Tottenham Court Road, which is where all the record shops were, where the Londoner story used to be, um, which I've is where so many fans me too.
1: <laughs> Who did you see? Who was your best?
0: Oh, I have seen so many people. Um I, I'm gonna I'm, they're probably not my best live band that I saw in this story but I'm on a real Coheed and Canberra kick at the moment and I saw who you may not know who they are but um, I saw them when, when they were relatively you know, I think they were only on this they just released their second album so and that was very very cool and they used their because GAY used to be there and they used the GAY lights as part of their um, amazing display which i thought was really cool <laughs> amazing
1: yeah i mean like i'm not gonna lie i don't know who they are but i'm sure they were amazing <laughs> um i saw i saw quite a few bands there so i saw Slipknots, one of their first wow bands there. that's cool um, that is cool i saw who else did i see him can you remember about yeah.
0: him? yeah oh i know I mean, yeah. yeah Yep.
1: so i was living my my emo fantasy but,
0: very nice um, i mean like, I, I, I
1: say back then i'm still doing it now <laughs> i think
0: i i think i i think i may have this wrong no, I have got this wrong. That was at Brixton. I was going to say I, was, I, I think I saw My Chemical Romance supporting Taking Back Sunday there, but that oh, was at Brixton. You know, <laughs> like, I
1: had tickets to go and see My Chemical Romance in Milton Keynes, like in a couple oh. of months, but they've cancelled it. Yeah, I'm so annoyed.
0: That's really annoying. They'll come back though, because there's loads of money in that. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: They've rearranged it for next year. So okay, cool. When the the planet comes back to normal. Nice. Then We can rock out like I'm a teenager again. Very nice. Um, but yeah, the sorry, Central Line, central line, for that
0: reason, because it was direct and it, and it meant that I'd, I'd get off at Tottenham Court Road and then I'd walk um, up Oxford Circus, um, Regent Street, go to the Palace, knock around uh, uh, up there for a bit and then I'd get back on further down the line and then ride back home. Uh, not I couldn't go all the way home on the Central Line, but that way. Um, so that, that's got fond memories for me, but I've also got fond memories of the Northern Line because it takes you to Camden um if so say
1: northern line I just want to burst that into
0: <laughs> I, I, I do think um that your audience are secretly begging for you to give us a little verse of that
1: I'm absolutely not
0: gonna do <laughs>
1: I actually I, I used to work in radio like years ago and um uh while I was at uni I yeah sort of like helping out and stuff and um I met Mel C one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life honestly. do you know she
0: really strikes me as being like that as well just so it doesn't it. surprise me yeah
1: fitting into all the stereotypes right now
2: aren't
0: we
1: <laughs> so we're gonna go off that completely so what's the second one you've got the central line oh uh,
0: yeah the northern line is the second one for that for, oh, because yeah, it takes you it. to camden so yeah what about yours what are your favorite ones
1: well now that you've said the northern line you mentioned camden i'm gonna to have to add a second one so um, <laughs> the northern line uh right so uh, yeah the train goes into king's cross and then two stops down the uh two stops down the line we're in camden so awesome Houston, camden done um just reminds me of i think it's the first place i i went like really in london like my mum was she's a bit of a hippie nice so uh yeah she sort of took us there um although she always says to me now it's not like it used to be it's all commercial now
0: to be fair though i feel like it's not like not like how it used to be when i was younger and that's so it must yeah, be completely well, different for your mom. It's yeah,
1: it's just not grubby. It's not, <laughs> yeah. That's I think that's you potentially what it is. <laughs> you don't stick to the floor yeah. <laughs> anymore. Um, although you walk down there and you get offered a manner of items yep. from uh from the youth.
2: Yeah.
0: A lot of mixed CDs actually. A lot yeah. of mixed CDs. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean yeah.
0: If I'm drunk enough, I will be known to buy a random mix CD off of a stranger. I have got a whole bunch from upstairs where I've never listened to, but I've just been like, "Oh yeah, tell me about your rap music." I'll buy that. They,
1: they do that in every country. Like, yeah. It's mental. I was in New York <laughs> in Times Square, and they were doing the same thing. Like, but these guys were like massive. Like, and there's me. I mean, I'm not little, but um, they towered above me. They could have been like basketball players. Amazing. I was like, please leave me alone <laughs> i'm a tourist um although i probably had that written all over my face that's why they came over
0: do you not just look like a like a hip-hop connoisseur though is that not maybe while they were approaching you like oh we need to get ollie's opinion on our n- latest beats
1: no do you know what like my look doesn't match who i am at all <laughs> so um the listeners won't be well they might know what i look like i've posted a few photos but i'm sort of covered in tattoos my hair's getting longer I wear my cap backwards and stuff and then I have this voice it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really go um I think you've I got a very
0: nice voice. voice it's very soothing think so? yeah
1: I've got a little bit of a lisp although we're all quite harsh on ourselves aren't we
0: yeah and I, I don't hear the lisp at all but and I I have trouble forming the language that the only language that I've ever sp- spoken before I have trouble getting that out of my mouth so well, yeah. you say that. <laughs> like,
1: I can I can understand everything that you say on uh, your podcast
0: yeah that's so, because i've got a wonderful editor called emma oh, <laughs> who cuts go. out all my shit there we go. The tools. <laughs> the tools. oh am i allowed to swear, swear on this bits. i didn't i should have checked actually what's that you're swearing all right you're not like a yeah PG, yeah I, swear away. I can't remember what yours and kim's episode was like so we're not in we're
1: not in bloody east berlin right? <laughs> um I've been reading a very good book. I digress. But land you should read it. Uh,
0: You know, it is actually, and this is no word of lies, actually on my list. Now, my list is quite long and quite uncontrollable. However, it is actually on my list um, because um, when I was in Berlin, I really enjoyed the East German Museum thing where there was an exhibit where you had to kind of work out where they were listening to you. Did you
1: go? You... Was that... I don't think I went there, but was that where the Stasi HQ was? Yeah. So for people who don't know, the Stasi was like the East German police. So when the, the, the wall was put up, it was separated East and West. Um, and the East was uh, communism. Um, although a very skewed uh, version of communism.
0: A sort of... For dictatorship. yeah strategy. well it was a Stali- a stalinist version of communism for a bit, and then yeah. just a, a bizarre form of authoritarianism
1: in... like the Stasi were the secret police, so um it could be your friend, it could be your neighbor and you were there were like people were bugged there was there was uh uh recordings taken of people, people would sit outside your house like it was mental, and the files that they had on people.
0: And now they, 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 they now correct me if I'm wrong because you've read a book and mine is based yeah, off my knowledge, but they were primarily about spying on the East German people themselves, right? Yeah. So, so they were looking for defectors or people that might be passing information to the West, but actually the majority of people weren't. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is it because they were terrified. Yeah. I mean, people's, people's like brothers and sisters would turn on each other if the Stasi approached you and said, look, you need to tell us this information or we're basically going to put you in solitary confinement.
0: That's just crazy. You do? do you know what
1: yeah. I mental. But anyway, I digress. So, my favorite second second favorite, favorite line. Okay. Yeah, is the DLR now? It's not because it goes <laughs> anywhere particularly useful for me. Can
0: I have a guess or... why it might be before you tell us? Yeah, go on. Has it got anything to do with the driverless trains? Yes, <laughs> 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 absolutely.
1: I feel like I'm at Four <laughs> Park or something. <laughs>
0: So I don't know, like, I'd imagine you're going to get some listeners um, from elsewhere in the world. Uh, For those of you that don't know, the the Docklands Light Railway is a, almost a monorail. (laughs) Uh, It's that that kind of principle. It looks
1: like it could fall off at any moment, doesn't
0: it? It's kind of centrally powered by a man in a a box somewhere. Um, And the guard has the ability to be able to stop the train um in emergencies but doesn't need to steer or drive or anything like that so you can sit at the front of the train and get a driver's view um which That's is amazing. super cool as a kid but also super cool as an adult. <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah it's really annoying you see like grown adults like fighting for the yep. front seat yeah like, just
0: move i always yeah. say it's because of the extra leg room but it's really because i just <laughs> want to pretend i'm driving the train yeah
1: <laughs> definitely definitely like it's wicked i wanted to be a train driver when i was a kid i mean i still might who knows yeah go, i mean <laughs> i might just change my career completely i applied
0: for um a signalman's job because my that's what my little brother does at the moment um because he's amazing. he's worked in trains all his life so he he spent a long time. He's got a, a boiler apprenticeship working on steam, steam train. So I'd, I'm not going to geek out too much, but he worked on something called the flying Scotsman, which is a very famous steam train. Um, yeah, he helped so to restore that a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So
1: from, uh king's cross to edinburgh
0: yep so that that you only saw that because my brother helped fix the boiler um I'm talking to the wrong brother <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> <on> <laughs> Damn, you're oh Go. no um but it, he's a signalman and i so i applied for a job down here doing the same thing and it was a very intense uh um application process i have to say and i i passed the intelligence test but i did not pass the application because i clearly don't love trains enough um
1: <laughs> so proper geek out.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's there okay, I'll put it this way and I'm not going to go into any more detail because your listeners won't want to hear this. Um but there are forums on the internet about how to answer the questions and okay. what on uh, on these forums and there are like pages and pages of speculation about what they're looking for. Um it's crazy. It's crazy. It's intense, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Whereas my brother nailed it, obviously, and is now working for it's them like in a the secret service or something. Are, are you, no, he's not because, <laughs> he's, because, <laughs> because, he's, <laughs> because he's at home too much. Because <laughs> uh, <see. laughs> he's currently doing a support role for him where he's out. He, he's pretty much on call. Um, and then he just, well, that could be a secret service job. Maybe he is a spy. Who knows?
1: Does he get to work on like the heritage railways?
0: Oh, so yeah. So that's, he did previously. So he, that's, I he. Um, did his apprenticeship as a and then he was um full-time employed in the sheds at the North Norfolk uh North Norfolk preserved railway um which is all the steam trains um so he's a fireman I think he's a fireman I think that's as far as he's got he's potentially a driver he'll tell me off when he hears this um but he's done yeah he's he's spent most of his adult life working on those sort of preserved railways and stuff um and now he's working on the actual not, not the actual trains but the the sort of commuter trains um in the signals um i think yeah i mean he's he's the only person that i know i'm I'm gonna have to say with the exception of my dad just in case he hears this but he's the only person i know that makes um his level of geekdom into trains look mildly cool um (laughs) i've
1: got i've got a lot of time for trains have you ever been to the um national train museum in
0: york i think i have because i've been to pretty much every train based thing as a as a child because obviously it might yeah good like, my,
1: it's so good
0: my dad's massively into it so.
1: trains and stuff oh cool from, from throughout the years and um how they used to like in the victorian time they used to be like really fancy and like really um ornate and then uh during the the, the second world war they had to basically disguise it so they made it on the outside it just looks like a really plain boring train yeah but, like inside it's quite fancy still wow obviously they didn't want to see they didn't want the um uh, the Luftwaffe, like, yeah, I can't even, I can never say that word. Lu-
0: it's Lu- Luftwaffe, 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 Luftwaffe. Yeah, we, we can say Luft.
1: that. I'm not German. No,
0: not the German. there's more of an O to it. It's more of a double O sound with the U, I think. But yeah, um,
1: I did, um, uh, you know, you can do them DNA heritage things. Oh
0: yeah. The, um, so is I that got, the, like the spit test thing?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I got one for my 30th birthday cause I'm like into that stuff <laughs> and, um, I was like yeah I'm going to be really boring like I'm going to be like 100% like like English. Yeah. But I honestly I was surprised, right? So I am like mostly uh like German and French. Amazing. Which is yeah, really cool. Which is probably why I have such a um I've I've always felt like I've had a massive connection with Europe. Yeah, nice. Like so i mean maybe that's me putting two and two together but it, um <laughs> it works for me
0: <laughs> mine was um mine was particular so i've done quite a bit of family history like looking back particularly on my mum's side because my 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 mom's sister funded it when i was younger so i helped her do that and, and we are literally all english and so we're very very un, uninspiring however when i did my dna test um i had a, a very large percentage. of A percentage of Iberian um heritage in me which is which is quite cool because I am I'm obviously not like olive skin by any means but I'm quite I'm darker skinned than say Emma or something like that and, and I look a bit sort of my sister says I look French, but I don't think I do. Um, but, I, you know. Wait, I, do you know
1: what? I can see that. Emma, I Emma. start calling you Pierre. Yeah. After like the, the rest of the podcast.
0: Let's go for it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, we massively tangent it again there. We're going to have to be careful, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: It's fine. It's fine. No one might listen to this. Who knows? Like, they, might, they might like the journey.
0: They, yeah, why not? They might, I'll just edit out the crap. It's
1: fine. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back, back, back. Um, uh, the main way of sort of transporting stuff around the country, like prior to railways, was canals. Mm-hmm. Um, and these canals took a long time to build. Obviously, you had to fill them with lots of water. There was lots of hills and, and mountains and and all that kind of stuff to get over, like get over. And then all of a sudden, they were finished. Hooray! But then the, the railway came in and then all of a sudden there was no need for these canals anymore. So I kind of feel sorry for the navvies that had to build them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's um, such a feat of engineering, which was then destroyed by yet another feat of engineering. I know, <laughs> I, know. I know.
1: I suppose that's just the, the way the, yeah. the in, 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 uh, industrial revolution and all that worked and it was sort of progress. Um,
0: it kind of makes it um, seem like we have failed a little bit, that we're still using cars.
1: yeah yeah it's mad isn't it I just think it's mad that we put so petrol it's dead dinosaurs in our car isn't it so I'm running on like a pterodactyl (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's a good way of looking at it
2: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: although I feel a bit mean but hey ho they're dead so when the railway came in when the idea of the railway came in so it started up north um Manchester Liverpool that way (laughs) but obviously London being the capital there was a need for it to get in to the capital now the planning of the routes into london was pretty haphazard to say the least a lot of it was uh funded for by private companies private investors this
0: sounds very uh familiar
1: (laughs) yeah that they didn't talk to each other so they were fighting for uh key routes so from key locations, so cambridge to london or peterborough to london um from the south coast into london but they didn't talk to each other so this is why you get really strange um like mainline stations now so you've got i mean i don't know if you're familiar with with king's cross and then right next to it you've got some Pancras. yeah that is just bizarre (laughs) within meters of each other and it's because um there was an act of parliament basically saying that um, trains were not allowed to go any further into the city than this boundary that they'd put up. So they couldn't go any further into London than let's say King's Cross. Yeah. So two different lines had to fight to get to the same place.
2: That's and insane. That's why we've
1: got two stations like right next to each other. I mean, it's, it happened all over the country as well. It was up in, I think that Manchester, there's yeah. Manchester Piccadilly and then there's another Manchester, yep line that you you have to walk to like it's yeah it so can marry up
0: can i ask you a question you might not be able to answer them in that case i can try so can was try. it an actual almost like a physical race as to see who could lay the track yeah. wow that's insane
1: <laughs> yeah basically who could lay the track quickest who could get the, the 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 either the cargo or the the passengers on the fastest wow that was and that, that's why it's so you've got all these uh, big stations in really strange places. They, so, they
0: really are as yeah. well. I think if you're a visitor to London and you haven't yeah. spent much time there, I, you know, when you get off your first, you know, if you're traveling into London from outside of London and you're going by train, when you get off at your London station, before you jump on the tube and go anywhere else, I'd suggest you go out of the station and just look at where that station is located. And then you'll see what Ollie is talking about. <laughs>
1: 'Cause a lot of people won't do that, will they? No. They'll they get off their station and jump on the tube and then yeah. It's it's very, very bizarre how they're sort of mapped out. Um, obviously there was restrictions um for them going into the city because they didn't want to ruin the like aesthetic of the,
0: <laughs> the I, can, I can only imagine what the aesthetic of Victorian London was, but <laughs> I think it depends where you live, to be I think it
1: depends where you lived. Um So after this was, like, all all these lines were built and stuff, because they couldn't go into the city, it created a brand-new problem. So you've got all this influx of people sort of possibly commuting for work or business or um, uh, new industries sort of popping up. Um, The streets are already rammed with, like, trams, horse-drawn transport, which must have smelled horrendous. Yeah, I mean, like you can imagine.
0: I mean, your knowledge of the Victorians is probably much better than mine. Are we still talking open sewers at this point as well, or uh,
1: to a degree? I mean, f- uh, a lot of people probably don't know, but Fleet Street uh, is kind of famous for um, Sweeney Todd and the Fleet Street barber. Um, but Fleet Street used to be Fleet River. Oh, so there's a there's a river. It's still there. Yeah, it's just underground. And it was basically an open sewer. Wow. So, yeah, grim. <laughs> absolutely grim. <laughs> hmm. um, but, yeah, it's still there and it still runs completely under the the city. Because wow. um, everyone thinks of the Thames and, like, obviously that's the main river. But there were a lot of um, other rivers that kind of, like, joined up and went into it. Wow. Um, but, yeah, we are talking some open sewers, um obviously with the influx of, of, of people coming into the city as well, like obviously there's more people, yep. they need more housing. Yep. Um. So yeah, not very nice conditions, especially if you're, I don't know, say Lord and Lady of the Manor and you've come yeah. from a country estate and then all of a sudden you've arrived in this filth. You're not going to walk around in your nice white dress, are
0: you? Like no. On the street. See, so that's interesting then that that's what you're saying. Because we, what I just, what we just said about people arriving in London and then jumping straight on the tube and going to their destination is essentially yeah. what the tube is there for: It's to yeah. hide those parts of London.
1: Absolutely! Wow. And um, I mean, we'll we we'll, we we'll, we'll get up to the rise and the fall of the, the, the train stations yeah. at some point, but obviously, like like every city, um, it's had its ups and its downs. Um, but yeah, getting around the capital. Was an absolute nightmare because actually the city of london itself is actually quite small it's like a square mile yeah like, like smack bang in the middle where St. Paul's is. um so that's mainly still in the victorian times where the hub of business was um so people needed to get there but they weren't allowed to build there yeah so they were like let's go underground why, <laughs> why can't we do this and i mean you can imagine there's no underground System at all in the world, people must have thought you were mental. Um, we're still talking about times where people are still quite religious, okay? Yeah, um, there's uh, newspaper articles of people basically saying we're, we're going to hell. Why do you want to dig into hell? Um, <laughs> yeah, madness like proper. Um, people were terrified of being in con- confined spaces underground. And some people still are, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, it's quite
0: a common phobia, isn't it? Like, to, to not like to be underground. Yeah. I mean, but the it's other thing... normalised to us. Yeah, I mean, it's super normal, isn't it? Because I guess, yeah. you know, both of us have spent a lot of time, spend a lot of time going in and out of London when we can. Yeah. But actually, the concept of where we are <laughs> is actually quite bizarre.
1: Yeah, it is mad. I mean, it, I suppose if there's no room to go up or out, you mm. go down. So, um, I mean, the, the, so the, the, the first tunnel, so this isn't a, a railway tunnel, but the first tunnel that was ever built, uh, was underneath the river Thames. Underneath which, the
0: river, river. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. That was the first one ever. So it was built by an engineer that probably everyone has heard of. <laughs> um, it was actually his dad. So, so okay. Mark Brunel, um, designed this uh tunnel under the thames and it was basically to get cargo from one side of the river to the other um the thames was still like full of ships like it it it, it just sounds chaotic (laughs) like you it was one of the busiest ports in the world still in 1843 it was it it had spices and, and 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 tobacco and that coming from um the empire um and actually, they couldn't get across quite easily because bridges still needed to be relatively high, yeah because the the sails were quite high, so rather than going across over a bridge, they went under
0: that's that's the thing I think we also when we're sort of thinking about this time and and in relation to engineering, I think we still sort of like subconsciously put like a modern spin on yeah. um what we expect our expectations are of engineering because we forget that actually to get across you know the atlantic ocean or even further if you're going the other way around you you need quite tall sails to catch the wind to build a to to move a big boat so yeah they've got to be super tall and in the same vein with the underground we're not talking about trains that are using technology that is not steam so
1: no this is true i mean the, the 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 first um uh, the first trains ever used were steam trains underground. Can you imagine? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely mental. Um, like So when they were building the uh, the Thames Tunnel, they basically ran out of money. So it opened as a pedestrian crossing for a little while. Wow. Um, so it was basically a tourist, a really expensive tourist attraction. So people would walk from one end to the other and be like, oh yeah, this is good. We've walked in a tunnel. Um great <laughs> like, you can get from <laughs> one end to the other um although it had to be shut off quite a few times because a lot of crime went on down there
0: yeah you can imagine so, though can't you because we're not yeah. talking electric lights or anything like that so it's probably really yeah. dark and what how, how do you know i don't know and this is very unfair to put on the spot but do you know how wide the thames is
1: i don't i know it's a lot smaller okay than it used to be um uh you've got like the embankment around um the Houses of Parliament and stuff, yeah. and and that was basically built on the river, so it pushed everything in, which is why the tide is a lot higher
2: oh. now than
1: it used to be. Um, which is why they then had to build the Thames Barrier because they've basically made this really really wide river and squashed it <laughs> to get more land on either side. Yeah but now the water needs to go somewhere
0: and it's so, dangerous it's, it's dangerous isn't it that's why the thames barrier is there so
1: absolutely so i'm absolutely. guessing yeah, if it, they're gonna have to build another one soon because it's obviously yeah. with uh, rising tides mm. and all that or like melting ice caps um but yeah so it's i mean i don't know how wide it is it, it's big yeah <laughs> like, and i mean
0: i guess if it's if it's that wide we're talking about a wide tunnel So there's going to be points where you're quite far away from either end. So I'd imagine nefarious characters did hang around under there.
1: Yeah. And it has to go deep. You think the Thames is pretty deep. Yes, It's not a shallow river. Um, So you've got to go under there enough to leave enough gap between the tunnel and the the riverbed Mm. for it not to completely um, sort of open up. Um, London's built on clay, which is not the best building material. Ever. No. <laughs> so buildings will move and they will slip and they will slide. So that just makes it a bit more impressive, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you think a lot of the, 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 I mean, the, that railway is still there. Yeah. That is still, that tunnel is still there. I mean, obviously it's been fixed and updated over the years, but it's still working like over a hundred years later, like way over a hundred years later. Um
0: that has slightly unnerved me, ollie I have to say. But <laughs> just well, thinking about how old it is, you don't really think about it when you use it loads of I'm times. But... <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so uh yeah, it was a uh it was a foot tunnel for a while and then they they raised the funds to make it into a railway. So it uh, it became a railway to get goods from one side to the other in mm-hmm. eighteen sixty three. Now you've like that's a long time ago. It is a long time <laughs> ago. 1863. Um, and it was opened by the Metropolitan Railway Company, not to be confused with the Metropolitan Line. Yeah, okay. Completely different. Okay. So the Metropolitan Railway was a company and the Metropolitan Line came a lot later. Yeah, I know that's really confusing.
0: No, I mean you cleared it up because that was actually gonna be my question. So um done. <laughs>
1: there we go. Tick, 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 tick. Um, uh, so the railway went between Paddington, which used to be called Bishop's Road, mm. uh, and Farringdon.
0: Ah, Farringdon um, was the one was the station I was trying to think of earlier. I don't know why, but so I was definitely I trying to think. Fa- I love Farrington. I'd yeah. quite
1: happily live there. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'd live anywhere in London to be honest. Actually, yeah, not same. anywhere. Mm. Not anywhere. So this 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 uh, Thames Tunnel now makes up part of the um, uh, the Circle, Hammersmith, and City line. Oh, okay. So it's incorporated into that. The, when I was doing my research, a lot of the lines have moved and changed names. So what used to be one line is now another. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so it, it's quite hard to keep up. But um, Google will tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, for what I can't answer, it will be there. Um, so, yeah, as we said before, the, it was steam trains that went through the tunnel which would have been filthy conditions can you imagine working down
0: there it just must have been like i think i think that the london underground is still quite dirty um but it must have just been insane like how do you ventilate stations that are underground when steam trains are coming through and stuff like that
1: yeah well this is it i mean that you they're quite well hidden but you can see uh there are ventilation shafts around the city still to this day. And some of them are disguised as houses. Really? There's a house. Yeah, so there's a house. And then um, there's nothing behind it. It's literally just empty. It's a gap. So it's a fake facade, um, which is still there. Um, There's loads of little pop-up points, which you wouldn't even acknowledge as a ventilation shaft. Incredible. There's no steam coming out of them yeah. anymore. Um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't notice them but um yeah take it I mean I mean I would encourage anyone to look up in London because some of the buildings are beautiful um but just look around you some things are not as they seem so
0: I think that's what I really miss um because I feel like I've I've become quite normalized to being in London because I have to be there so often for various different things whether it's mm-hmm. football or work or just visiting people yeah. um that I've just stopped looking and I think that's a shame, really, because I, when I was a kid, like, although I'd go to, like, the same places every time I go up into London, I, you know, part of the joy for being in London for me was looking at everything around me and just not going at the pace that London was moving at. Um, yeah. Whereas I feel like I've just been assimilated into the pace that London moves at now, and it's not quite... I need to get back to looking at things.
1: <laughs> there is that definite thing when you get off a train in London. You just tend to walk faster, yeah, don't you? I go from, like, a really slow sort of steady pace to like run to get to my destination go 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 um but yeah I mean that's what it's that's what the 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 tube and the transport was for it's for quick ways of getting around the city
0: that's Um, just incredible that's just um I'll I'll stop interrupting you in a second but that has just blown my mind because I've never really considered that before about what the actual purpose of it was like obviously I know it's to get you from a to b but to think about it being actually like, it's almost like a, it's not a transport hub for London. It's a transport hub for those satellite stations that bring people in from outside London, isn't it? To get them around. Yeah. That's, that's what it was intended for. That's insane. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's to make the, the work, I don't know. It's just to bring people to the capital. Like a lot of people moved out of the capital. They yeah. could, they could live sort of cleaner lives. Um, I mean, it was a massive, there was massive regeneration with, I mean, I'm talking about trains now rather than the tube. Yeah. But um, all of a sudden you've got places like Metroland that was built by the Metropolitan Railway Company, which is a suburb of London. Wow. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, they just built the whole thing. Look, you can live in this wonderful house with a garden and, and still get to your job in London. I mean obviously a lot of the wealthier people would go first um, to the suburbs yeah um but you think about it we still live in their houses
0: yeah of course we do yeah Like,
1: we still live in their houses we still walk their streets yep we still use their transport um that's why it, like the Victorians especially fascinate me
0: yeah I mean it was I think you know if we prior to sort of the digital age that that Victorian age is, is the is the last sort of great Age of discovery, isn't it? Really, yeah. It was um, all
1: brown and beige after that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally in the seventies.
0: It well, was it's, it's tweaking things that they'd already invented, really, wasn't it? Like if you think, if you, t- I guess if you include sort of early Edwardians in it, your yeah. everything that we develop from that point on is tweaking something that was developed in the Victorians, really, with the exception maybe of computers. But even then, there's you know Ada Lovelace is still what just just outside the Victorian period or just inside yeah. it, just
1: outside.
0: Um, so that's like just think that's incredible like if you think about it like that like tv comes from photographs essentially doesn't it and that that kind of thing was already sort of that thing's already in existence that comes out of the victorian period really doesn't it and then you know like cars are sort of edwardian but it's based on technology that that, that the trains come from and stuff like that so what, yeah, what are we actually yeah. doing? Like, what are we doing with ourselves? Where are these great discoveries?
1: <laughs> well, we're not leaving the house at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true.
1: Okay. <laughs> no no inventing, no leaving the house. <laughs> done. Um, uh, so I'm just going to go back quickly to, to, to when the mainline trains were built. So if yep. you come into uh, any station in London um, from outside, look left and look right. You'll see streets. On one side and the other side which clearly used to join together but to build them they had to like flatten a section of the um of the street so what was one long street is now two separate streets yeah left to look right honestly next time you go in you'll notice it like these victorian terraces just like cut in half um where they've put the train lines in
0: crazy Very interesting
1: <laughs> it interest me anyway no it is interesting it is um, yeah so do you know how they built the first uh tube the, the, the first tunnel
0: i was just thinking when you were actually when you were talking about bruno's dad's tunnel i was just thinking like how do you even go about building a tunnel <laughs> yeah. so i have no idea
1: so the, the 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 there was two methods so the first method was pretty grim. It would basically be men and shovels and pickaxes. One would start... So a set of men would start one side, another set of men with, and children would start the other side, and hopefully they'd meet in the middle. Um, Like, the, the maths behind that must have been extreme. And it worked. Yep. <laughs> like, it absolutely worked. So that, that was the the Thames one, wow. when they were building the first, uh, the, the the circle line,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, it was a, a method called cut and cover. So they'd basically follow the line of a street. So they'd dig the street up completely, dig it up. Oh, wow. Build a tunnel and then put the road back over the top of it.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, so
1: they're not that deep because they don't have to be. Yeah. Um, but can you imagine the chaos that that caused as well? So much
0: chaos. Like, just yeah. think about like, and and this is a very niche reference. So if you don't know London very well, you won't know what I'm talking about. But if you just think about how much of the disruption um, the development around the Astoria for Crossrail and Tottenham Court Road has caused and is still causing yeah and that's with technology and with like an understanding that these things happen and with cars and other forms of transport imagine imagine none of that stuff and double the disruption that just must be insane
1: i encourage anyone to look on the internet like google uh other other search providers are available <laughs> but google um cut and cover underground honestly it's fascinating um a lot of the navvies that would work on the canals were sort of brought over to 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 do this um because they had sort of the skill to do that and unfortunately they didn't get paid a lot of money which surprise surprise um but they worked hard and you should see the size of some of these guys their arms are like bricks yeah like i can only sort of. imagine <laughs> um like, no health and safety at work act 1974. Back then, <laughs> like it's um, yeah, really, really hard, intense labor. So, they'd build these tunnels and it'd be like brick. So, they'd make like an arch and they'd brick around the arch and then they'd just keep going and going and going. And again, a lot of them still there, still working. Yeah, that's they'd crazy be re- reinforced, but um, yeah, I mean, so that was. That was uh, the second way. So the first way was the, the pick, the pickaxe and, and all that kind of stuff. The second way was the, the cut and cover until, obviously, uh, technology sort of moved on. How I don't know if you've seen, have you ever been to the Cutty Sark?
0: I have been to the Cutty Sark, but not um, since it burnt down. So that's how long ago I went. <laughs> oh, that's a long time. Yeah.
1: So the, the tube station there has got... Um, one of the original cutting machines
0: oh.
2: from
1: the tube. So it's, it's basically a massive circular disc with sort of teeth, jagged teeth on the end of it. And it's powered. So it just goes round and around oh. and around and around wow. and it slowly cuts away. And then people will uh, sort of shovel that away, shovel all the dust and the dirt and all that. And it just keep going and going and going and going. Um, it's the same way that they built the channel tunnel. I, yeah, I'm guessing
0: the powering was slightly different, though, was it?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean they weren't the the the, the solid ones that we have now. So they've yeah. got like metal ones now that can kind of take, um, like they're they're motor driven. So some of them would have been um, people driven. Yeah. So uh, there would have been like men with um, like handles on them. Yep. <laughs> Basically, like pulley systems and all that. Um, but yeah, intense really intense work um, but obviously as more lines progressed technology progressed and it got slightly easier I would say as it sort of went along um, yeah so that's, that's,
2: that's just the methods
0: it's just yeah. incredible like just absolutely incredible I can't my brain which is not scientific in the slightest as you probably have realized because you listen to our podcast and um, just cannot <laughs> cannot handle like cannot contemplate rather the 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 effort that has to go into doing something like that like even trying like so obviously the the cut and cover is a little bit different because you're almost digging trench aren't you and then sort of building over it but like imagine the pickaxe method for that first one that went under the thames and how like you'd have to be so precise to get two groups to meet in the middle
1: i think it flooded a few times yeah i bet (laughs) Um, yeah i mean it was uncharted territory um and that, should, there were many casualties in building the underground, and I was trying to find information about them, but it's near on impossible. Yeah, um, they were just a number.
0: Yep, um, just not really much. Like r- a lot of record keeping, I guess. Like so.
1: a, yeah, well, I mean, like a lot of people that build, um, I don't know, the Titanic. That's probably a bad example, but um, like iconic things. Yeah, that. It's always the the engineer that gets put on the pedestal.
0: Yep.
1: Whereas it's actually the workers that built it. So.
0: I mean, without getting too political, that could be applied to a lot of political. things. That could be applied yeah. to a lot of things, couldn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the capitalist world that we live in. um yeah different different show yeah uh, absolutely (laughs) um where did i get to lots of people Uh, died
0: not recorded that's what you said Lots
1: of people died not recorded so i'm gonna cut that dead we're gonna go on to a completely new subject lovely (laughs) um yeah people died the end um do you know I, i saying that i would actually like uh for some like tfl to transport for london to to, to do some research and maybe put some plaques up somewhere.
0: Do you know, that uh, would be yes, actually a real yes, nice true. touch.
1: So if everyone can hashtag TFL in that, and then yep. we'll, uh, just, we'll
0: just, get that trending. Yeah, Is that what you like... do?
1: Do you trend? I, don't I mean, know.
0: it sounds brilliant. I'm I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter. I love a letter. With my fountain pen. <laughs> oh, you should get a quill, man. You'll never, you'll never go back.
1: <laughs> Although you get ink all over your hands. <laughs> um, so, obviously, the 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 logo and the map are very iconic. They are, yeah. Um, and they never used to be like that. Do you know um, why they are formed in such straight lines as they are?
0: Um, I do because, and I'm going to get shot when people listen to this, um, I've been told this many times by my father who spent the end part of his working life, um, working for TFL. Uh, And if he ever listens to this, I'm going to get shot. I know the reason, Ollie, but I cannot remember for the life of me. I'd imagine it's something to, I'd I'd imagine if you looked at it in real terms, it would be chaotic. So I guess it's something about making it easy to read. It
1: was (laughs) was made to make it uh, more simple, more user-friendly. But um, it was... um, Designed by a guy who designed circuit boards. Oh, okay. So that's why you get such the, the the straight lines and the I mean, I don't know if anyone's looked at a circuit board, but they're very like straight lines. I'm very, guessing if you're thinking cut angles. Um sorry, go on.
0: If you're thinking GCSE physics, um yeah. the the sort of electronics that you did in that with, when you had to draw circuits is very similar, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's um but if if you if you look at old maps, they actually followed. They were actually in real time, so they followed the line, and it was confusing. Yeah, I
0: bet. <laughs> really,
1: really, really confusing. And all other undergrounds or subways uh, have followed this trend. They wow. followed the pattern of this guy that um, designed this map. Now I'm trying to think of his name. Da-da-da. I can't think.
0: I also know his name, but cannot remember it.
1: No, I feel like I failed. Not that I'm unprofessional and I've got notes in front of me at all. But, but, but
0: nobody me. needs to hear this bit, Ollie. You can cut it out. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> true
1: um, okay, so Harry Beck. Yes. Harry Beck presented the first diagram of the underground map as we know it today. He based his design on an electrical circuit instead of drawing the tube lines exactly as they were geographically. See, I was on the right lines. Um,
0: no, that's exactly yeah. what you said.
1: That's exactly what I said. Yeah, so it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, they weren't sure if this map was going to sort of take off because it was a completely new idea. So they ran a test run of 500 copies that were distributed like in, in people's hands. Um, and it took off. Everyone loved it, they found it simpler. Yeah. Um, and that's how. The sort of the iconic map was formed um it was like an instant success um and they placed many many orders for more um for more maps for local businesses people started uh putting tube maps on their advertisements so i mean it made a huge difference to people's livelihood i guess do you know
0: it's also changed the way that we navigate london um, because we don't think in terms of, we don't so much think of, in terms of streets and um, various other ways that you'd navigate around a normal town. We think about what tube stations, everything yes. is close to. And That's so we true. don't need to know the way, the exact route that the tube line takes. We just need to know that it stops at this stop, yeah. um, which it's is funny when you actually crazy
1: when you actually walk it. Yeah. So um, I often come out of King's Cross and I walk to, like camden or I walk to uh the british museum like they're actually really close to each other yeah but we're so used to just jumping on the tube yeah and 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 going to these places
0: well i uh i spent the longest time um i've got uh one of the centers that i work at moved to mile end and i used to know mile end really well but i I don't really remember it and and because when i'm coming in from um where i stay in london my nan's house um I I sort of come at it, and for the longest time, I was getting on the um, DLR, getting off the DLR, changing to the Hammersmith, and then getting onto Mile End. And then I realised one day when I couldn't get on the train because it was so busy that it was like a five minute walk from the first station I got off, and I didn't actually need to get on the other yeah, of the train so funny, I could just yeah. walk in a straight line. It's mad, yeah.
1: Um, a lot of these lines, uh, again, they were they were they were built by private companies. So the first one was the Metropolitan railway company and then other companies sprang up so it wasn't like the 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 united tube as we have it today it was lots of different companies um which again is why there's lots of really random stations in really random places because people were fighting to get business basically um so that's why sometimes you've got one line that springs up somewhere, and then across the road you've got a completely different line, and but they don't <laughs> meet, and you have to walk to one. And yeah, so privatization is 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 not a new thing; it's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was eventually uh, sort of cut, come under TfL, um, uh, sort of overseen by the mayor of London, eventually, but that wasn't until like. I want to say the 80s. It was quite late on.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I, think you're, I think you're right. I'm not saying I remember it, but I feel like I read something along those lines and that's that sort of... I want, to, I want to say Ken Livingston's involved.
1: Possibly. I don't know. In his Red
0: Ken days, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, so again, it wasn't planned out very well. Although I feel like it gives London a bit of a charm London oh. is a bit quirky. Yep. London is a bit. I feel like I should work for like the tourist board of London because I'm always talking about it. But <laughs> I, I have lived in other cities and I do love them as well. I lived in Edinburgh for a long time, Leeds, Manchester, Glasgow—all very good cities. But this is this is home. So, um, and it's got the first underground ever in the whole entire world.
0: I was going to ask you a question, actually. Do you know how soon after like the metro in Paris was?
1: I don't, but I know. Paris is the second biggest. So Russia has got the biggest metro sort of underground system. Paris is second. And then third is London.
0: Okay, that's interesting. You'd think, wouldn't you, that London would be the bigger one because it's the...
1: the original. Yeah. I think what a lot of people do... Uh, what a lot of people did they saw what we did and were like right we're going to do that better
0: yeah <laughs> which which wasn't hard if we if you think about the chaos that it was that you've just gone through no.
1: <laughs> um, and a lot of cities weren't built on clay um yeah. have that that problem of subsidence yep um
0: it's, it's actually blown my mind so far as well <laughs> it? yeah it I, it's not of, like um, it's yeah. not necessarily like i didn't know about this the construction of it that's that's new knowledge but like Obviously a lot of the stuff you said I've heard before, but it's just I think in context of the whole thing and thinking about it as a system it's just
2: ooh.
1: So there were there were many ideas before the tube was actually decided on. So um I don't know if any of our listeners or, or yourself have, have been to Paris, but you've got these um sort of suspend they're not suspended, they're they're on they're like raised train platforms. Yes. They follow the street lines. Yeah. So that that was an idea that could have potentially happened to get people around. Um, But again, people didn't want these big structures in their streets. And you've got to remember London, although has been rebuilt many times, yeah. um, it still basically follows the same street pattern as it has always done. <laughs> so we've got these very tiny little roads. Yeah. Just couldn't cope yep. with the, the 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 traffic that that needed that that it needed to 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 take so that kind of was ruled out um and i think we're all about look
0: yeah that's girl. what i was gonna say you got there <laughs> yeah
1: don't want that Yep. um although I, I mean i quite like the ones in paris but you've got to think paris is a lot bigger yeah it's a lot wider yeah it 's got massive like boulevards
0: yeah, and um, those boulevards are are crucial to that kind of thing working as well really isn't it like otherwise yeah. it just wouldn't and I london's feel very cramped London is a patchwork city isn't it in in many ways like yeah and it just so that, London, just wouldn't work <laughs>
1: to the great fire of London in sixteen sixty six which is not good to say for my lisp <laughs> um so when it, it it burnt down um and St paul's burnt down and uh so, so, so so Christopher Wren was was given the uh the job of redesigning the city. So they they were gonna make these massively wide boulevards, they were gonna make it kind of like Paris, like Europe, um huge uh, uh mansions and all that. Yeah. Um but then they didn't. They just followed the same line <laughs> as it was as it was. They were like, no, too much hard work, we'll just build here. On these foundations, and yeah, so it, and London's basically the same as it has been for a long time, um, which gives it that charm.
0: Yeah, I. It was interesting that you were saying about Christopher Wren not really doing the right redesign, because <laughs> I feel yeah, like American cities kind of um, took, you know, what they liked about their origin cities in Europe and just kind of planned them better. So. Although they're not particularly inventive, like you can, it's really easy to navigate around a big American city because it's all they in work, blocks. Don't they, yeah, like it that. works really well.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, you, you do have the new towns. I think I've I've, I've talked yes. about this on a, on a different <laughs> podcast, but um, so you've got the likes of, of of Milton Keynes. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, um, I
0: have been there. Yeah.
1: So Milton Keynes is one of those places you either really get. Or you really don't.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in the don't. Unfortunately, but <laughs>
1: it's, it's basically America with roundabouts. That's how I would describe it. Um, we do love a roundabout in this country, don't we? We do, yeah. We have many, many roundabouts. Um, but that's sort of like a block system, and uh, like an American city, I guess that works, and it does work. You can you can go from one end of the city to the other without hitting a road. Mm um but yeah sorry I digress
0: but it's yeah but for me it's just it's just I think I can handle that when it's in America I just can't deal with it in England because nowhere no. it's not many other places are like it do you know what I mean no, this is true <laughs> this is
1: true so if you look at um Sir Christopher Wren's uh plans mm. for uh London I mean some of them were a very over the top patriotism so there was one of the Union Jack so streets were laid out so, from above, <laughs> oh my word. Like the flag, yeah, and then there was, um, uh, so you know, the Mao that goes down to Buckingham Palace, yep. there's a lot of wide streets like that in them, um, sort of uh, Park Lane and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, it all comes down to money in the end, and it was cheaper to build because people still owned these bits of land, so it mm. was cheaper just to build on their bits of land then try and have to buy it all like by compulsory purchase
0: Order. and redesign yeah. everything.
1: So which I'm kind of glad it happened because I I mean, is it the the first line in Sweeney Todd, there's no place like London. I genuinely don't think there is. No, I don't think um, there is either. I'm not saying London's better than any other city. No? I'm just saying it's very different. And that's to a lot of cities.
0: That is the mantra of my 90 year old grandmother is that oh. London is not the best city, but there is no other city like London. It's true. Yeah,
1: it's true. Um, yeah, it's a it's an amazing city and you can see why people needed to travel around. Yeah. <laughs> they were bringing all these people in. Um, they needed to get from 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 one side to the other. I have basically got a list of facts. OK. Right. I'm going to throw them at you.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: Basically. <laughs> so, do you? Well, I'm going to ask you questions, okay. and then we'll we'll relay facts. So, do you know what the total tube?
0: What is it, if we were to lay out all 11 lines in a yeah. straight? all?
1: Oh. yeah, and all the ones that are disused as well.
0: Oh yeah, because there's so many disused ones as so, well. Um, I would say long. <laughs> long. How long? Or I, I don't even, I don't even, I'm going to be horrendously over or, or horrendously under, I would say um, tens of thousands of kilometres.
1: No, not that much. Okay, less. <laughs> so okay. it's 249 miles.
0: Okay, there's still quite a lot though.
1: That is a lot. That's basically from here to somewhere up north. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, that's, um that is a, I'm trying to think in, in time, terms awesome. of mileage at work and that's quite a few round trips. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: So it's. I mean, I'm sorry for anyone that's not listening, um, and and uh, doesn't do miles, but I can't do kilometers because in the UK we didn't go either one way or the other. We kind of stuck in the middle yeah. for some reason. Yeah, uh, because we're very do good we. at being sticks in the mud, I this think. Is isn't it? it? <laughs> this is it. We do. Uh, uh, is it? Me- um, imperialism and metric. Yes. We couldn't decide. Yeah. So. <laughs> The longest continuous tunnel runs between East Finchley and Morden, which is 17.25 miles.
0: That's yeah, see, I know, that li- I know that journey, and it is long. a long journey.
1: Yeah, well, you think if they're stopping, like, every two or three minutes, yeah. and it's, yeah, that, it, that's, that's crazy. A trek, isn't it? Yep. That's a trek. I got on a train uh, to Heathrow Airport once, yep. uh, sorry, a tube. To Heathrow Airport, like never again. <laughs> I'm getting the Heathrow Express next time, that takes Fair forever. Enough. So, the shortest distance between two stations is now they're two really famous stations, yep, in central London. Can you guess what they are? The two nearest stations to each other, oh, on the same line.
0: Oh, oh, they're on the same line as well, are they?
1: They're on the same line.
0: No, I, 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 I want to. I, I was. It's probably somewhere in the in the city, city, isn't it? Uh,
1: no, it's not.
0: No, okay, no, yeah, no, you no. baffled me on that.
1: So it's Leicester Square. Okay, Covent Garden. Of course,
0: yeah, of course. So
1: like <laughs> two seconds away from each other, um, and they are on the Piccadilly line. Apparently, they're three hundred meters apart.
0: No way! I didn't think yeah. it was that short.
1: It's mad, isn't it? And uh, Covent Garden is one of the only stations where you still have to get, like, you can only get a lift down to the platform. Yeah. Like, everyone has to get on a lift. There's no escalator, no stairs. I'm sure there are stairs for emergencies, but they're hidden away. Um, they're there
0: because I've I've done them a couple of times when I've had one of my freaking out at using the lift uh, or the elevator, however you want to call it. You um,
1: like small spaces.
0: It's not that I'm not a massive fan of lifts, um, <laughs> but it's not like I'm I'm good like nine times out of ten. But every now and then I'll just have a wobble and I'll be like, well, I'm not going in the lift. Um, so fair enough. And they're,
1: they're spiral, aren't they? Do they go down and down and down? Yeah, and so then ones I'm thinking of Camden.
0: They're, no, they're not. They're not quite spiral. They're more of like a, a continuous loop. But they go. There's so there's so many steps. It's almost not worth doing. <laughs>
1: you need a fireman's pole, don't you, to get down
0: there? Yeah, and there's a there's a there's a, there's a warning actually on the way up and the way down that if you've got like if you're you know certain health conditions or pregnant, you shouldn't use the stairs.
1: And because uh, you're pregnant, you should definitely not use the stairs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorted of that one out. Yep. <laughs> um, talking of going downstairs, uh, do you know what the deepest uh, station is below street level, in set in central London.
0: Is it?
1: It's where you get money from. I'll just give Yeah, it. I was going.
0: I was going to say, is it the Bank or Bank Embankment, Bank? But that's not right.
1: Oh no, it is right. Oh okay, <laughs> <laughs> it is right. Yeah. So it's uh forty one point four meters deep, apparently.
0: Yeah. See the uh, now Bank Station is funny because it is the it's obviously the deepest because you've told me and I believe you. Um, but there's there's some stations along the river where when you're coming out of them, they feel deeper. Yeah. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? I want to say it's like, mm, I don't know, Westminster maybe or something like that. There's a couple of them that feel like they're really far down.
1: I think because, um, because you're kind of up against the Thames on one side, you get that sort of uh, humid mist that's in the air that can make you feel really claustrophobic sometimes. Yeah. I think you get it in some seaside towns as well if you're like in an enclosed space or if you've got, if, someone, if if it's been raining and you feel all damp and. Yeah. yeah does that make sense? Or yeah, I know, you know what you mean. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, No, I know what I mean as well. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been, I mean, I don't know if you have, but have you been on uh, the secret London tours?
0: No, but I really want to. I really oh, want so to. So I
1: just, again, just before lockdown, I went on the Clapham South one um, and that's where. Um, so originally it was built as a um, uh, a tunnel for the war. it, yeah. was, it was a purpose-built um, uh, air raid shelter. Um, but then it had like loads of uses after that. So when the uh, the Windrush generation came over mm-hmm. um, to to rebuild Britain after the war, yeah, they basically were like, "Hey, come on, we need your help." Oh yeah, by the way, we've got nowhere to put you. So they lived.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. They lived in this underground old air raid shelter (laughs) for years. Man. And it's, I mean, it's deep. There was no lift down there. We had to walk down there and I'm not an unfit person, but by the time I got out again, I was just like, Oh my God. (laughs) And people were doing this day in, day out, up and down, up and down. Um, Yeah. But so they lived there. Um, after after the war, um, after all that was rebuilt, they had the um I want to say World Fair, but it wasn't called the World Fair. It was when the National Theatre and that was built on the banks of the oh, okay. Thames well, I don't know what it was called. No, I don't either.
0: <laughs>
1: it was some sort of fair to basically celebrate like modernism and how we're gonna recover from the war and it's gonna be great and everything's amazing. Um and the underground station there was uh was booked out as a hotel for wow. visitors Wow so, so imagine you could stay in your very own underground <laughs> old air raid shelter um which yeah, I'm not sure that was i did i mean it was expensive as well. it wasn't cheap. they like hiked the prices up wow. for people naughty and it It just seems that nothing's changed yeah nothing has changed and my dad Uh, told me
0: a story that there's a disused railway uh disused london London underground station which potentially is on a used line but is not on uh is not no longer a station which is actually like a vault and it's got some some paul mccartney's original beatles music down in it
1: yes yeah so they i mean i don't know if it's got um some of the beatles stuff down there but um, there was four of these tunnels, I believe, all around London, built uh, for the air raid shelter. So some of them are used as storage, amazing um, for like sort of not secret documents, but precious archive documents. Um, and I'm sure there's many more that we don't know about that are still there, um, just in case. I mean, there were there was stuff there from from the Cold War. A lot of these tunnels were gonna wow. be, like transformed into. Um, sort of hubs, so the the UK was going to kind of be split into almost like uh, what's that film Hunger Games? You know we have oh, yeah. districts,
2: <laughs> um,
1: so it was almost like that. So it was like District One, District Two, District whatever, um, and it was going to be run from these underground um, bunkers. That's and crazy. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I mean, there must be so much stuff. Underneath London, yeah, and even doing the, the 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 Crossrail, um, they found so much history under there. So they found plague pits, they found old Roman villas, um <laughs> that's why it's taken so long. This yeah. Crossrail because they just keep coming into historical sites. I mean, um time team would have a field
0: day yeah they would yeah. wouldn't they <laughs> yeah, they'd
1: make a whole series <laughs> just in one like one cross line
0: wow um i just think that's been the most interesting conversation about london underground i've had for a long time um and it's made me very sort of uh wistful to be in london and very sort of in awe of our previous generations and the feats that they accomplished accomplish, accomplished even with very little technology um just yeah. absolutely fascinating
1: and amazing tiles as well. Yes,
0: and amazing tiles. <laughs> I've got
1: a little fact about tiles. Okay. So a lot of people uh, were still illiterate um, back when the some of the lines were 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 made. Yeah. Um, so each line had a certain coloured tile, okay. so you knew that you were on the right line. That would make sense. In the colour system. Yeah. Now I don't think it matches up now. No. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just mental, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, so that's that's how a lot of people got around by color coding rather than being able to read. Like, makes they were.
0: so much sense.
1: The tiles—they're amazing as well. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would, I would have my bathroom in some of these tiles.
0: I just—they just survived. The colors survived, and everything. They? So it's it's quite impressive. Very impressive, in fact.
1: Iconic as well. I would yeah.
0: say, excellent, iconic. So you need
1: to get yourself on the online shop and uh, get yourself some tiles.
0: I think, like you know, if we, if when we move, need to do a bit of tiling. Emma's going to get a very interesting looking bathroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to have these beige tiles. Yeah, it <laughs> like yeah, just don't go for the 1970s look. No, um, go for the Victorian look instead. So. Absolutely. Um, thanks. No, I don't mind. No, sorry,
0: go on. No, no, I was. No, you go because you've got more to say, and I was just trying to cut you off. I (laughs) was just going
1: to go off about beige and lino and brown tiles. I don't uh,
0: think I'd ever be allowed to do that, to be honest. So, you're I think we're pretty safe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Thanks for coming on.
0: No problems. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I just really, um, listening to all your research has just really sort of made me think and be grateful for the fact that I've, I've been able to spend a lot of time in london and, and appreciate it for for what it is and and spent a lot of time on the underground um yeah. <laughs> which sounds I mean, really bizarre out of context but you've listened so to this episode to, so you know
1: <laughs> there's so much to it isn't there I mean, yeah we could talk for days and days and days about everything yep. um to do with london underground and i'm sure your brother would love that
0: uh, and, yeah.
2: <laughs> but
1: we don't have all day. No. So um alas I have to go back to work tomorrow. And, yeah, it's uh, a shame. Get some z's in. Yeah, well thank you for coming along for the journey. I know I'm a bit amateur still in comparison to real life ghost stories, but I'll uh hopefully I'll get there no, slowly. Absolutely
0: fascinating fascinating and thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Do I get to say bye? Get to say bye? <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Do
1: you say it? Is that how you say it on the...